Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Coming at you and well, this is actually being released in the new year. We're recording this on the New Year's Eve. This is a podcast about various things, most of them board games. This is Jerry, the star of the show. Got me, primary host. That, There's the pizza man. That doorbell is Papa John's. <laughs> oh yeah, um, here. I Enrique. Oh, am I introducing myself? Well, no, go get the pizza. Oh, yeah, Just, you're right. I paid for it already. Right. Priorities, yeah, priorities. Introduce myself before I leave. I'm Enrique. Well, go okay, get the watch pizza. Your, watch your alcoholic thing. Please. I gave him, I gave, okay, yeah. it's noon. <laughs> it's noon and we're drinking Weller. Um, and with us is my favorite member of the board game barrage. That's an easy choice to make, though. I've met Kellen uh, briefly Ooh. online. I apologize. And he reminds me too much of myself. Uh, and so we didn't, I don't think, it's not that we didn't hit it off. It's like you just can't have. So you two, don't like yourself. Can't have two alpha males. Two alphas. We yeah, fight. Yeah, it's, like, uh, it's very <laughs> obvious that Kellen is is like the, he's the colonel of the of that A-team. Oh, that is really? The oh, oh, Mark, right? Mark, right? May, Mark may dispute this. Oh, we have Mark on the show. <laughs> Mark the green tank, correct? That's right. Correct. He's yeah, the so green tank, and Neilan is. That's not. the extent of our research. Yes, <laughs> all you need to know. Everything else is out of hand. Well, we're. I do, I do appreciate that I'm going to be the last recorded guest of the year and the first released guest of the next year. Yes, so. yes. We're, I'll put. I'll bump this one up. Priority number one. We're go. we're ending strong this year, and we're so thankful because mainly the, I think Gobby roped you into coming onto the show because. Uh, uh, I think mainly you're the only one that responds to him on Twitter. <laughs> Mark, Mark will actually heart my stuff every now and then on Twitter, and I appreciate that. Yeah, that's, that's those are genuine hearts. That really <laughs> genuine love. Mm. High bar. Well, Mark, I have deep thoughts about some things. I don't know where to begin. Let's start with some basics about Mark. No, like asking right. uh, people know Mark uh, from the board game barrage. Well, they probably do, and I think there's a lot of crossover. And I want to know more people listen to them than us, so that's easy to do. I, I want to know how it is that you pl- you guys play so many games. Like every podcast, it's oh we've done this and that, and like do you, is that all that you do? Or you you lack any other hobby? I mean, you can see behind me. I've got like games right there, and I've got games in that box. So no, um, no, it's actually I don't. I always feel like we're sort of on the lower end of, of gameplay. I think, you know, we, we release a lot. And so we want to make sure we talk about at least one game that we've each played every week. So I guess that would equate to at least somewhere in the neighborhood of like 50 uh, games a year. But I, I don't think, I think there are a lot of, I mean, of course, the Dice Tower is like the prime example of, of folks who play way, way more. Um, you know, I, I don't know necessarily that we play that, that much. We'll, we'll play. I mean, I think speaking for me, I play like once or twice a week, maybe. But um, yeah, I don't think we play too many. We just make sure that we play at least one uh, new one per week, and then you know, 
we'll, we'll do something together or something to make sure we have stuff for the podcast. So. Now, now you're in Vegas now uh, with I all the other crackheads. That's, um, right, that's right. But Kellen and everybody else, do y'all actually where y'all can get together or you, you're kind of s- separated out? So now, I mean, that we were all in L.A. Uh, before I moved, um, but we still play stuff like online or, or whatever. But well, when, when we were all in L.A., we would play things together uh, once a week or not even it wasn't even necessarily always once a week, but try to make it once a week. So I have never heard. How did y'all get together? What's your origin story? So um, we all met at a game night that somebody, one of our good friends now, uh, Dean, was advertising. Um, I think I found it through Board Game Geek, like the regional channels. Like I was like the West Coast and I was looking for a game night and he was advertising. It was relatively close. Uh, They had already been in the group. Uh, And so I went to one of the game nights and after a couple months, um, you know, we were, we, you know, whenever we played games together, I noticed that our dynamic was a little like more fighty, a little more aggressive. Like we would take like the whole game group is pretty open, but us three in particular would be quite aggressive. And, and, you know, our, our talk table talk was pretty fun. Um, Kellen had started the board game barrage Instagram. Um, I think he would admit like not, if not primarily, but a big reason was he was trying to get uh, free games at the time. Um, And then I don't know who it might've been Kellen. Um, which which would go to to Jerry's uh, kernel uh, uh, analogy uh, came up with the idea I think to to give a podcast a shot and so uh, we we w- borrowed someone's um, I forget the name of the mic those blue mics uh, like a standard sort of like recording mic and got together in Kellen's uh, apartment and uh, recorded an episode like just a trial episode to see what it sounded like and how it went and uh, and then I went home. Um, I decided I volunteered to do the editing, even though I have zero uh, audio or editing experience. <laughs> Rookie mistake. You've been stuck with it ever since, haven't you? That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but th- but I, I remember I edited it and then I, I listened to it and I was like, wow, this is something I would I would actually like. I mean, I had just spent hours editing this thing, trying to even like learn what editing was and then thought I would be sick of it. But then listening back to it, I'm like, oh, this is actually I would listen to this again. Maybe that's a good sign. And I shared it with them. And I said, like, I think I think this is pretty good. And we went from there. <laughs> We're not terrible. And like I have said, I, I've I've met Kellen over online briefly. Him and Chad Elkins. We played a game of Tutankhamen, I believe, together. Correct. And yeah, shout out to Chad Elkins. He's like the only Chad I like. Uh, and Kellen, Kellen reminded me, like I said, he's like the colonel of the A-team. He's the leader of the barrage. But he reminds me much of myself, a contrarian, somebody who's not afraid to say things that's slightly offensive and to really be... Mostly just cranky. Is kind what of I on get. the cutting edge. <laughs> just cranky all cutting the time. Edge is cutting the term. edge. Oh, edge uh, lord. Oh, great. And, and, and because of that... <laughs> not I, enough of those in the world. I really don't like him because you can't have two alpha males. We would clash. So obviously, it's nice that he, he is able to propel you... Uh, to to the greatness. <laughs> oh my God! That that you are. Hey, my we, battery's running low. Your wife's laptop is saying it's battery's running. All running. right, so I'll get, go get, get the plug in for me. I gotta ask some questions here uh, to Mark. So y'all, all of a sudden, the board game barrage just blew up. And what I remember about it becoming popular was that a hero of mine, Quentin Smith, started talking about y'all, saying y'all were. Uh, a podcast that he'd listened to. And then right. from there, your mediocre podcast got elevated uh, to, to rock star status. And right. then y'all of course got together and, and 
kind of refined your brand and now you've become the powerhouse. Certainly now that the Dice Tower is ending. Uh, right. So yeah, so basically- stepping right in. We're stepping right in. It's basically yeah. us, like the, it's, it's y'all, us, yeah. uh, sporadically bored, and well, that's it. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if they have them on the same tier as us, but well, Mike, Mike is making moves. Uh, he's true. he's drugged <laughs> down. True. When you have to, I know what it's like for one's back to hurt when you're carrying. Oh my god! A, uh, not just not not being the creative talent, but being the voice of reason, and that's right. that's a difficult thing. Kellen would know about this. It's a very sure. difficult thing having to be. The I guess voice we of got reason. the wrong one on. Apparent, according no, to no, you. No, I don't like Kellen. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. It's Mark who I like. I, no, you know, actually, when I think of Kellen and Jerry in my mind, I don't think of two people. I think of two, like, elks, like male elks butting heads. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so it's a very natural thing. I, I get it. I, totally I, get it. I, this whole week has been me, me talking to Gobby saying, now, we got the one that I like, right? Mark's the one I like. Right. like and not, not that Neelan is bad. Neelan's just, his opinions are very uh, flimsy. Yeah, I, I agree much more along the lines of your taste in board gaming. Yeah, you and, should you should see all the stuff I cut from Neelan uh, from his from the podcast. I, it, would, it would make you blush. Well, I, I have a question about your editing. I notice yeah. you being the editor, I'm right. the editor. You're the only one that doesn't bleep. Like you don't cuss. I noticed right. Kellen does lots of bleeping, and I'm like, does poor Mark. Poor Mark's got to mark all those. Go back in, take them out. We would right. be off the air if we aired a unedited version of the things that I say. Jerry's trashed everybody in the gaming hobby up I to this point. I hate the world. <laughs> and I have to take it all out. <laughs> like Kellen. Uh, much like Kellen, you know, when he's not spending time shilling and selling violent video games to children, we both have this anger that has built up inside of us that makes us want to lash out. Why are you so angry? Mainly because the world is not how I think it should be, and mainly the people in it are awful. That's true and for the most part. would just do what we said and share the opinions that we have, it would be fine. This is why the world will soon end. Um, but anyways, not to, not to, not to get off on that. I just like to say that I think the board game barrage for people who like to listen to a podcast that's only about board games, it's the well, they actually talk about board games and they have it in their title. They interesting, do. And, interesting, and you're mildly amusing. I wouldn't say that you're funny, but <laughs> but you are mildly amusing. All right, Mark. Yes. Gobby's got some aimless banter for you. Hang on. Hell. Oh, here well, you it's, aimless, get, it's mainly get ready. a hit or miss kind of. Banter. I have a question about one of your um, one of your y'all are doing y'all's top fifty countdown for the year. That's correct. That's correct. You have mentioned a game I have not heard of. Okay. Since my childhood, that since caused childhood, okay. that caused many many fights. Okay, it's one of it's one. I think <laughs> I know. Actually, one second. Okay. But it also made me very nostalgic. No, no. Oh, not that. Okay. No, no, not scruples. Sure scruples. True okay. colors. Oh, that was my next guess, but I didn't think. Oh, did you play that as a kid? I played that. Yes, there was a, yeah. and that's what shocked me. I'm like, dang, that game is old. When, right. I, when I say so kid, I'm thinking, edition, but yeah, I'm thinking I was probably about 15, 16. So this is 95. So true right. colors was out. Right. And I guess they've re updated it. That's correct. Yes. And I've actually got the box here. True colors. 
I'm all about the props, but yeah. 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 yeah it's a okay. New and, and you talked about, I'm like, wow, we had that game years ago. I'm going to have to check that out because it is a fun game. And like, it would be good with a group that does know each other. If you do yes. not know each other, completely pointless to play. Yeah. Completely pointless. But it can also hurt feelings if you're sensitive. It yes. says it's an adult game. <laughs> uh, I've just re- well, it's $13 on Amazon. Should I get it? And do we want to play an adult it's game? It's basically like you have everybody's cards. of You're, you're a certain color. So if you're Jerry's red I'm and Enrique's blind. blue, and the question says, who's most likely to blah, blah, blah? Who's most likely to get drunk in five minutes of drinking whiskey? Jerry. I would put in the blue card. Uh, Twice, well, actually. Well, right. That's the thing. So, yeah. Okay, so it's basically insulting. You can people. split the vote. No, it's not insulting. But there's also questions like, "I'm ordering it now." If you're going to a <laughs> desert island, who would you want to take with you? Me. Stuff like that. I am not only almost sort of you're healthcare EMT. professional. I am. Enrique climbs very quickly, though, so he could get those coconuts. <laughs> Enrique can't you climb. Know? Your hands are so small, you can't even get a grip a limb. <laughs> oh, Enrique's here too. Uh, but no, uh, why am I not a tank? I should be a tank on the board game barrage. We'd Since love I'm to have you. Colorblind, I want to be the nude tank. <laughs> Just the, the blank taupe or Is that tan. taken? Is that that, that taken? surprisingly has not been taken. I so want the nude tank, the tank that is just ambiguous. Fl- that that's big. I I would have assumed you wanted it to be anatomically correct. Is that not what we're? Well, no, about I here? am anatomically correct, uh, okay. but I'm just saying that I'm not politically correct. So I won't. That brings about another question: <laughs> How barrage and how tanks? How barrage? Uh, I I don't know. You see, you'd have to bring on Kellen to, to oh, figure out why he went we can't. Barrage. We, I we think can't. he just wanted something aggressive because he knew that the that the show would be something that would be. Sort of aggressive, sort of like fighty. Right. Is it that's fighty? It's the only person down there that says anything that's halfway contrarian is Kellen. Again, well, no, with him the and anger. Mark go at it. They do? Really? Uh, see, he doesn't. Not really. Who listens to doesn't, the show? I don't right. get it. Okay. I don't get it. Mark is a very peaceful person. He's a man well, of great restraint. But he doesn't back down from his opinions. It's noon and he's drinking Snapple. It's <laughs> yeah, noon no, and I'm it's, drinking well. It's 10 a.m. It's 10 a.m. in L.A. Yeah. I thought all you Californians were like He's lit in by Las Vegas. <laughs> you just said it. That's in Nevada. You don't even know where you're at right now. Uh, <laughs> Jerry, well, pull yourself together. I'm getting there. What's your favorite casino in L.A. so far? My favorite casino in L.A. I didn't go to many in L.A. <laughs> uh, but uh, I have actually also only been Las to Vegas? one in Vegas. So we've been here now for th- almost four months. And I set f- foot in my first casino since we've been here last no, no two nights ago. And the only reason we went two nights ago was to get like a five dollars steak and eggs. So may I, really may I ask a personal question and say yeah, uh, who's we? Oh, me and my my girlfriend. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Are any a, of y'all married? There's a Mrs. Mark. No, 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 no married. No marrieds. How old are you? I am forty-two. Why are you asking really? so many personal yeah. questions? You look much better than me at forty. I'm forty-four. I'm I, wait, you're forty-four. Twice your size. No hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a failure. I play Dang. a lot of soccer. Oh, I play a lot of soccer or football. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Right. I play FIFA on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Basically the same thing. So, who's your favorite soccer team? Cardinals. 
The Cardinals. Uh, Liverpool. Actually, it's funny because I uh, I was listening to your episode with with uh, Ben Maddox, so we both uh, root for the same team. Not uh, Arsenal. Liverpool. Yeah, I like Arsenal because yeah. it sounds like Arsenal. I Ar- like that a lot. Ars. <laughs> That's a good one. I've watched one football game when I was in Poland one time. It was very interesting. Um, what else was I going to ask about the board game barrage? Well, think about it while I ask my next question. Are you into American football? So growing up, I was I was totally about American sports. Greg, growing up, I was a huge Dolphins fan. I was the biggest Dan Marino fan you'd ever met in your life. Mm. Um, and, and I was actually the guy, like in college, I went to Ohio State, another football school. Uh, we were like, we would go to like the Waffle House or to whatever, and uh, we'd have like 3 a.m. conversations. And I would like, strongly argue about how American football was the best, was the, was the superior sport and how soccer was, you know, just the typical stuff. Um, but I'd always watch uh, big events. Like no matter what the sport, I'll watch big events. I'll watch like the world, the finals of like the right. rugby championship. World Cup. Well, right. So I'd always watch the World Cup. And then I thought to myself, you know what? I'll, I'll try watching, like following a team just because I'm like really into sports. Um, did some research, thought that Liverpool would be the team that I would like. Uh, and then one of the first games I watched was like this epic game. It was like a really big championship game, basically, where they were down 3-0 at halftime. They came back to win. It's like one of the most historic matches of all time. And that just sort of got me hooked. Mm. And I became, Who won? 4-3? On they, penalty they, kicks? They won. They won th- uh, on penalty kicks. They came back to tie a 3 3 and won penalty kicks. So now I've gone from Those the watching kicks. a ton of American sports to basically only watching soccer. Besides Yeezys. Uh, Soccer, or football. I like all sports. My father's from Chile. Yes, so uh, uh, we watch the World Cup, in which they're never in because they're not that right. good. <laughs> but but the country next to us is Brazil. Yeah, Brazil. Yes, yeah, very Uruguay good. Also very good. They're winners. <laughs> Chile, not so much. We yeah. get stuck in mines. That's, a- <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're best known for. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That was a tragic oh, event. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Do you not? Was I the only one that was captivated by the fact that yeah. one of those miners was down there and his wife showed up and his uh, girlfriend showed uh, up? That, that was amazing. That. So I it's like, that. can you can you just think about when you get rescued and looking and seeing your wife and then seeing all your girlfriends and thinking, <laughs> I should have died. <laughs> just stay down there. My just, my, well, you know, things come out. Uh uh, I watched the movie too. It wasn't bad. It was that within uh, uh, I think it, uh, Antonio, Antonio Banderas. Banderas. The, oh, the, I didn't even know there was. A yeah, movie. there's a movie. Yeah, I think it's called like thirty. It's a number. 30, yeah, it's however a, many of the miners oh, are were. Been, okay, gotcha. I hate when yeah. a show just has a number. Yeah, it drives me insane. Like the Babe Ruth. No, who's the no, the guy that it doesn't matter. Oh, uh, baseball. Uh, Jackie Robinson. Every yeah, yeah, baseball yeah. game has. A number. I can't baseball stand movie. watch watching baseball, baseball games. Have numbers as well. So no, they're, they're, they're <laughs> terrible. It's just stats. Who wants to play a game that's just nothing but stats? It's a spreadsheet. Baseball. Baseball is not America's sport. That Ooh. is. That's just not. Nobody. Not nobody likes. It. I would have to agree these days. It's football. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We I agree. like concussions. We like traumatic brain injuries. If you can't at least risk it. There's no need to have. A, <laughs> I just. This is. I don't know. That's just my opinion. So. 
the board game barrage, where do you see it going from here now that the Dice Tower has stopped and obviously we're about <laughs> to take over podcast? Where do you see yourself podcast. in five years? Where do you yeah. see yourself? Right. Here you go. Um, so, yeah, no, uh, you know, Dice Tower is going down, so we're going to step in. And mm, then I'm go. here to infiltrate you guys from within, so take out the competition here. and uh, <laughs> Rike, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to have to fire That's you it. like this. That's all right. right. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I think I think um, I think growth is important to us. I don't think we have a, a goal in terms of like where we want to be in X amount of time. But I think I think we do want to keep growing. I think I think we have always had like a wanting to be propelled, wanting to like get bigger and bigger. Right, well, that's been part of the thing. I would think y'all are the fastest, in my opinion, and from what I can tell, y'all are like the fastest growing pod, board game podcast I see. Y'all are at the conventions. You're on the freaking shut up and sit down panels. I mean, come on. Right. That was fun. That was fun. Fun fact, I assaulted Paul Dean at BGG once. Okay. Um, it was weird. It was very weird. Uh, it was rephrase a, assaulting, please. Not necessarily assaulting. I had been. You said hello aggressively. Very aggressively. He showed up late to the con. Uh, me and Bubba were drinking old fashions at the bar. I saw him from a distance. And next thing I know, I long hugged Paul Dean. Uh, which Did you ask for his consent? You I said, can I hug you? And I was wearing a shut up and sit down shirt. That's true. Yeah, so he said I could hug him. So I did. Okay. And I did. I just didn't let him. Clear on that I front. just didn't let him go. If for a while, like 20 minutes. And then he quit, shut up and sit down shortly after, which was kind of weird, but that's okay. He's like, these fans are insane. But I was I was a big fan of, of shut up and sit down back in the day before I, I realized have, they just like party games and well, I'm not into party I, games. I, I do miss Paul from shut up and sit down. Yeah, Paul. I haven't really listened to them since he quit. No, I like, I like. Uh, Let's I li- talk about other board game podcasts. Well, it, I'm just saying is that there are, it's fascinating to me to watch board game media because people become popular either very quickly and they get into the limelight. And then there's some people that have struggled for years to become popular and they just don't. Sorry, I, Richard. I must <laughs> hashtag Dick Simpson. Um Board game barrage to me, and it's probably because of Kellen's leadership, you know, because he's the colonel. Um, oh and his his no doubt wanting to. Pre- I think you're in love with him from the sounds of it. No, I don't like hate Jeez. Kellen. With his opinion <laughs> you make is up awful. your mind. No, and I'm just saying, I can admire his 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 marketing skills uh, and still be like, I don't think his opinion is that great. But, anyways, the fact that he's no doubt looking to making a board game barrage convention, that's what y'all need. You need tank con. Why is sure. there not a tank con? Oh, we we've had a little barrage con, but those are like a personal thing. But we would, yeah. I mean, I don't. I I think I don't think it's out of the question um, as something like in the far flung future we would do. You need to do it in Vegas, so sure. that we can come to Vegas. Well, I wouldn't come to Vegas because that's basically the Sodom of Gomorrah of the West. But right. be able to come out sort of in that area. Uh, and and be able to party with all those heathens over there on the coast. I think that would be very interesting. I think that would I, be. I, an, there's not I a lot of board game conventions out there besides PAX, isn't there? Right. So there there's a local convention in LA called Strategicon, but it's actually not as sort of big as uh, you might expect. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. That's just for all the old war gamers, which are all just middle aged white guys that like playing the hexagonal games. I know I'm one of them, so I can say that. 
So yeah, we look forward to board game barrage, barrage con. I like tank con better, but right, that we'll ta- workshop it. But tank See, tank con would be people showing up thinking there would be actual. There'd be people in camouflage there. showing up. Right. <laughs> right. You'd have ready a mili- for the next January sixth. We had the militia show up. That would not be great. So yeah, barrage con. That yeah. might be better. Strapping their guns to them. Yeah, where's the tanks? Uh, RPGs and not role playing games either. Mm. Rocket propelled grenades. Oh, we got that. Thank oh, you for ruining the joke. <laughs> That's what that gets. Kellen, Kellen would but, not allow that type of me. You say the name. If you and say the name Kellen one more time, I'm done. Uh, with we it. have a love hate relationship. Well, Kellen, wait, you think Kellen would ever come on, Mark? No. Yeah, definitely. No, he wouldn't. He hates us. Okay. Sure. I'll do it. Just me and Enrique will have Kellen on. That's fine. <laughs> uh, we, you can't have, like, if you have two of the oh same time. Oh, my God. Yes, you're so alpha area. male. I'm not yes. alpha male. That's it's what you said. You're new- self-declared alpha male. You I talk may- a lot. Is that what that means? I may have said that like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, Sigma. Sigma male is the new thing. Oh, don't say that. God, What's a beta? It? Like, I hear beta. Is that a bad you, thing these days? You. Say, how dare you? That's basically you. How dare you? I'm not saying that as being derogative, even though I said it like that. Huh? Um, <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying that that's probably beta. That's just I you. just know it's a fish. Uh, and they always kill the other fish or die. No, they don't. They're not, they don't die. They live in uh, water puddles in Taiwan, and they uh, fight each other. They live in fish tanks, from all what I see. No, they don't. They're the least beta. They have a they have a gland. We can go to Walmart right now and get you. I know, a beta. but they're the least beta of the fish. They're uh, uh, alpha. They have like it's a, not a it's not an alpha beta. It's a beta beta. They have a gland <laughs> what does in that their. Mean? They have a gland the beta. that allows them to convert oxygen easily. I think out of the water. That's why you don't have to have a little bubble of the thing. Uh, you just keep them uh. in water. And they're beautiful, by the way. Uh, uh, much like other betas, such as yourself, you and Mark are both very lovely. Do you have anywhere? Do you have anywhere? Do you have anywhere you can go, Jerry? <laughs> uh, Mark is uh, looking upon the year of twenty twenty one. Yeah. How do you view it, uh, podcast wise, board game wise? Very broad, but uh, podcast yeah. wise, were you happy with what y'all did this year? Growth? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, yeah, in terms of in terms of growth, in terms of like stuff we were able to do, um, yeah, I, I think it's been a uh, a good a good year. You mentioned uh, at PAX, we were uh, we're lucky enough to be on stage with with Jeff, Shut Up and Sit Down, and that was really really fun. I was able to uh, run the PAX official math trade, which I which I love to do. So uh, that was that was fun, and uh, yeah, got a, a bunch more people on our Discord, and and you know, listeners are we we've, we've got a good number of listeners, so. Yeah, in terms of podcasts, I think I think things have been going, going which, well. Which outlet do you think you get the most interchange of feedback and all that from? Your Discord? I think so. I think so. Uh, we started Discord like sort of sort of on a lark, um, you know, whenever we did. Uh, but it's been great. It's been like the the listeners there have sort of like taken over and and made it something that we would never have thought was possible. Like it's a run. cesspool. I've been on it, <laughs> but. <laughs> It's it's actually it's actually not at all. I mean, I, I could see it have you know going there, but um, you know we were moderated. So we have some um, listeners who moderate it incredibly well, and uh, it's been it's incredibly welcoming, and uh, and just they do stuff all the time that blows my mind. So. Do you try to hold on? Hold oh, you side. have questions. Do you try to like uh, like? Well, there's only two of us, and Jerry doesn't even get on social media. So, do you try find yourself trying to funnel? your energies towards one particular outlet 
Like you got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Discord. And I think I try to do all of those somewhat, and I feel like I fail at all of them. You do. (laughs) Uh, Well, so again, Kellen and Neil are the guys who do the Instagram and the Twitter. So they're on that, uh, and they sort of run that. Um, Discord at this point is sort of in a lot of ways like self-sufficient with the with the listeners um so i don't really i don't really do a lot of the social media uh stuff myself i i'm i'm basically like doing the uh the edits which take me hours and hours so uh but but uh, you know kellen and neil are really good about being on top of um, mm. like twitter stuff and instagram it must stuff be nice sure. to have support and all that <laughs> well say. the thing i edit i post I, yeah your, I your posts are riveting I'll, I'll, All right, you know what? I'm quitting. Riveting. I'm quitting. You from said that this. last time. I, that's you because that it's not published yet. You're riveting. It yeah. hasn't I been published yet. I am riveted by your post. I'm done. Why are you done? Why I'm are you quitting. being so angry? Why I'm are you posting act- right now that I'm done. Why are you acting out in front of Mark? <laughs> Please don't do this. This is how he embarrasses me. I, I, I told you guys I was going to come in here and, and you know, blow <laughs> He's up up. eliminate the competition. A so. kingdom divided against itself. Cannot stand. So, Mark, you're... What advice, because there's a lot of fledgling podcasts out there that we come across. I don't know if you know we're, this. We're of the Gateway Network, which is a good network of uh, very small-time podcasts and media content creators that are trying to, I guess, up their game. Most of them, this is just not it's just not their forte. They should stop. Right. But, you know, you want to humor people. If you had to give advice to these fledgling media content creators – what would it be besides having a much larger podcast shout you out? Like, I right. mean, I mean, I have sent many emails to Quentin Smith saying, please <laughs> say my name. And I've even shown up at his home. He wouldn't answer the door. Right. I don't know why. Maybe it's the fact that you said Paul was your favorite. Paul is my favorite. You put, you put your uh, eggs in the wrong basket. Paul <laughs> left them because Paul was greater than shut up and sit down. He's a man that transcends the malarkey of the media con. He's just he's got integrity. But what advice would you give, Mark? <laughs> uh, so I don't know if if the what has worked for us. I will necessarily work for everyone. I think our key our key like strengths has been the consistency, and I think. On it, like frankly, the the editing. I think the fact that we release every single week has been important. You hear that, Gabby? Fact, Releasing every that, single week, editing. I, I think, and I think the fact that um, I like, I think the editing is pretty pretty tight. I don't know how good it is, but I think we cut out a lot of stuff um, that makes it tight. When we were first talking about doing the podcast and what format we wanted to do. Um, I was of the opinion, like, let's just record for a couple hours. Let's, let's, let's go with a two hour podcast. Let's do something like that. And, uh, Kellen was, uh, was, uh, fairly adamant about wanting it to be 45 to 60 minutes. And I think in retrospect, and this will make Jerry happy that he was right. Kellen right. was right there. Um, right. because I think our show is, you know, people like, people know that they, that it'll be there every Thursday and they know that when we, when they start listening, you know, it'll be it'll be just tight. It'll be forty five minutes and done. I don't think that's that works for everybody. I think a lot of podcasts do really well in a more like natural talking style, like you guys, like uh, Secret Cabal, like a lot of guys. A lot of podcasts do well in a more natural thing. And I think uh, some of our early podcasts, I would edit to death, like I would like over edit. Um, 
And so there's a balance there. But I think I think that's our strength. Our strength that, that Kellen, Kellen is a wise man. And I it, have a question and, about your editing. And it is noteworthy sure. that y'all don't have a lot of banter. And I don't think that you should have a lot of banter on your podcast because none of y'all are particularly interesting. So <laughs> having that dynamic not available to you, just being right. able to edit down to purely just talking about board games right. is probably very wise. We play to our strengths. Certainly. You play to your strength, and your strength is the topic for which your your podcast. I'll is. talk when you're done insulting our guest. Uh, no, I'm not. I didn't insult him. <laughs> right, I was so Mark, saying their when, podcast is good. They do listen, board games. They talk. But about I do like being in control of the mute button over here. So uh, <laughs> when you edit, I have Silence. a. <laughs> when you edit, how do how do you like? I listen to your show, and yeah. you leave in some barbs back and forth. But yeah. then you go to the post credits, right? And then that's when y'all do like y'all mess up some flubs and and yeah. sometimes some of your flubs. I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. But I, yeah. I wonder what what makes you choose what to take out. I take out all the like thought noise, like all the ums, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I take all that out uh, if possible, if I can. Um, and then otherwise, I, I'll take out the stuff where we're talking back and forth, like consulting about what we're going to record next or what we want to do or whatever. And some, some retakes, like if somebody's flubbed the line or, or, you know, m- made a mistake about the rule or something and we'll re-record it and, uh, uh, and fix it that way. So yeah, it's, it's just for, for tightness's sake, uh, more than anything else, really. Do you prep prep for your podcast? Not really, not really. We will, we will come up with a, or try to come up with a topic uh, a couple of days before, but will not, but not really as much prep as we probably should be uh, doing. Whenever I, I feel like, whenever we've done prep, it's been uh, better, uh, better output. At least, at least less editing. So maybe that's my bias there, but uh, not really too much prep beforehand. Right, Neilan tends to ramble. <laughs> so Get a lot of new y- editing. You're. Uh, and this this comes into a lot for which was recently talked about regarding like Richard Simpson's blog talking about burnout. Right. Do you find that you yourself, because y'all do play a lot of games seemingly in comparison, find yourself being burnout with just having to have a schedule, feel obligated to have to put out a podcast, to have to play a game for the podcast or put something out? Is that, is that something that occurs? Does it weigh on you? I, I think so. I think, I mean, I, I would say definitely so. I think each of us to a different degree. Um, I think that it's good that we have the three of us doing it. Like if it was a one person or even a two person show, um, it would be, and now Christina's on, it's even better in that respect. Um, that, that we, that if somebody is sort of ebbing, then the other two can, or the other three can like, pick them up and and sort of propel things but yeah there's definitely times when one of us uh, is feeling a little down or burnt out and the other two or three will pick up the slack um and it's also one of the reasons we do the top 50 every year is that it basically gives us december off so we'll record a bunch of stuff early december and then we're not recording at all during december uh, so that's basically like a, a month off um but yeah no that, that we definitely get that uh, quite a bit i think uh, here and there throughout the, throughout the year how many games of 2021 were you able to play this year? Do you know? Oh, of the new games? Um, I mean, I could look it up because I keep stats on everything. Me so, too. Uh, but off the top of my head, I would say I would say probably something neighborhood, neighborhood of maybe 20 or 30. I'd have to look it up. But, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. We have seven. 
We've seven? done seven. Well, so. it's because we're just too busy. I'm a busy man. <laughs> you are. I don't know how Kellen does it, having to be, you know, marketing and taking care of all that. Are you, do y'all do a favorite of the year podcast? We we I think we did the first year, uh, but we haven't since. Uh, we're, we're I mean I think that puts a lot of pressure to make sure you play a, a bunch of games, and yeah. that's probably the reason why we don't do a best of the of the year. So uh, we we haven't. I think we will this season. Do you do you have any from the past year then? Since you're not going to podcast yourself about it, you can tell us. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't. It's hard for me to think of a, of one that I really liked. I was really excited about. Um, Furnace, and I was really excited about Brick and Mortar, and I was really excited about Brian Borough. Um, yeah, I, I recently to play played that all all three of those, and frankly, just I thought they were fine. But I, you know, I I thought I was going in really really hyped up, and they sort of fell short of expectations. So I don't know if there's any. I'm sure that if I thought about it, I could I could think of a, a 2020. <clears throat> Brian month, Brian Borough is really hyped up. Yeah, it's it's really hyped up, and it's good. It's it's very good. But um, I came this close to buying it yesterday. Yeah, but I was like. I mean, hmm. But you don't like trick takers, right? No. So, so I mean, that's that's what it, I mean. It's trick taking with area control, so it's not really hardcore trick taking, but you know, it, it's an interesting trick taking is for old people. <laughs> and then with furnace, we're like, yeah, furnace is a fine game, but the hype that it got versus yeah. the amount of game it is, exactly. Yeah. I, I agree completely. Yeah, yeah twenty twenty one was kind of. Uh, bland in terms of a lot of the games that came out, uh, in my opinion. I, it yeah. seems like there's certain, in my opinion. We haven't discussed that. I yet. went on a rant about people saying my opinion here recently. What about mind management? You played that one. That's the I other big one. That. See, I want to play that one. Yeah, I've heard good things, but. And Unfathomable. I think those are like the big ones, but that's BSG, and that was. With Cthulhu. But I hate Cthulhu. Why do you hate Cthulhu? Racism? <laughs> is that what it is? Well, the writer was. Oh, well, yeah. Lovecraft. But BSG was uh, fine. I love the property, intellectual property, the, the, the movie, the show. Yeah. But the game was way too freaking long. Way I too freaking long. I think Unfathomable is still pretty long. I, Kellen played that and liked it quite a bit. He's a big bsg fan uh so maybe there's that but uh yeah no because that's one where he y'all were doing that podcast he says it's unfathomable the amount yeah. of cthulhu games there are and like i was like wow, that's a good did he do that on purpose <laughs> he does everything that kellen does is purposeful oh my god <laughs> i'm just i'm uh, worship of the altar no, of I'm kellen just saying, me and kellen think a lot alike why don't you just you're just looking in the mirror and just <laughs> loving yourself no that's what you're doing. i am not i'm just saying is that he just, just has like a picture of kellen on his wall he does you need a poster, Mark. Print out a poster of Kellen, and we'll I will we'll frame it. We'll frame it. And let Jerry look at it every day. I'll, I'll make sure we'll it's autographed. Get him a poster and a picture frame. I was interested to hear quite some time ago that your first, your, your number one game is a game that for which I own and I'll often tout it as being very good. Biblios by Doctor Finn, I believe. Yes. Why is it? That what's he a doctor? What's his PhD in? He's a uh, English, isn't he? He's not a he's not a medical doctor. Yeah, he's not a medical doctor. I'm actually not not sure. I, he I just speaks there. really well. Yes, or something of their history. I looked him. He's up. grammatically correct in everything he says. He's Thus, a he's, he's a doctor. He's PhD. He's a fud. Wow. Um, <laughs> so biblios PhD in podcasting is such a odd thing, odd odd game in my opinion to be number one. But yet, at the same time, it is very, the game itself is very distilled. It has two distinct stages. There's the very 
a lot of people enjoy card drafting and this whole you know, I take this, you take that type thing. It, it, it's a, it scales well. There's a lot to love about Biblios. Why do you think it's your number one game? Uh, I think like for a lot of reasons that you just mentioned, uh, you know, it's it's got uh, card drafting. It's got auctions. It's got like a set collection. It's got bluffing. Um, it's got all that in like a 45 minute package. It's got two distinct have so it almost feels like two games um it's a small box you know small footprint so i think you get a ton of stuff in a small package and i think it also because you can play it fast um you can it also has like it lends itself to like a meta game like i think if you play it three or four times in a row you can start doing some trash talking and you can start figuring out what people are doing you can like you know somebody picks up a, a blue a high blue card you can say like you know we know that gobby is going into blue like keep an eye out like for him and so there's i think it lends itself to a lot of a lot of things it can be a like a, a very plain game like a very just by the numbers mechanical but i think there's enough hidden stuff there that you can you know you can spice it up a little bit so now, i think it just, what it do you a lot of stuff. what do you say to the criticism that biblios is just for sale with dice uh i think that makes i mean they both have an auction aspect they're both two stages but um but i think that's where it ends like there's no you know, there's no drafting uh, in for sale, unless I'm remembering correct, incorrectly. Um, and uh, just the dice manipulation and, and stuff like that, I think that's enough to make it a, a quite a different game. That criticism comes from me because I just thought of it. Okay. No, but it so does remind me, the two stages oh, sure. and the, the yeah. first you're bidding and then you're buying or whatever. Yeah, first you're getting and then you're using for, for yes. buying and stuff. Yeah. Now, I have this theory regarding people's taste in board games. And often, like... People's number one board game, I think, says a lot about them because it talks about it basically shows where they're at in terms of their, I guess, their journey in the hobby. Journey. You, oh, my God. You will that. <laughs> That's true. You don't like journey? My journey. Great Let's talk band. about my weight loss journey next. What's that? Um, it's coming up. Yeah, I'm New sure. year, new me. That's right. What is your resolution? Um You'll see people that will fall in love with rather, I don't want to say mainstream, but the the common games that are in the hobby that truly have been outdone by other games that they're just not aware of. But yet then you'll see some people that although they like various other games uh, like Kellen here, who, who tends to really love innovation, which is a, a nice game. But it, it, again, it's another game for which I would never think that was uh, would be somebody's number one. Right. With. With Biblios, do you think that it's true that as people kind of age in into this hobby, as they play more and more games, that it kind of refines their tastes and they're able to kind of look at these various games and go, all right, this one's my number one. This one's truly the it distills down the mechanic that I like the most. And like I've, I played Biblios very early on. And I loved it. It's a great game. It's one I've, I've kept for years but in terms of it, and when I think of set collection and auctions, have you ever played um, uh, modern art? Yes. Yeah. And so I think, I mean, that's like the, the most pure uh, auction game there is. It's, it's a, modern art is certainly my top 50. But, I, you know, again, modern, if you want auctions, that's the place to go. But I think, you know, with the, you don't get, you do get some bluffing, I guess, with modern art. I just think that. There's that distinction, that distinct two phases in, in Biblios. There's just some things that that I think Biblios offers that modern art doesn't have. Um, 
without being like a a bloated uh, as, like version of modern art. There's there's just a little bit more um, there with Biblios, but I, I would I love playing modern. I, I'm a huge fan of modern art for sure. I, I I'm I think that people that play a bunch of games and spend most board game podcasts in general do. Even though we only played like seven new ones this year, but we still played a lot of the older ones. We played. We finally like caught up on some of the 2020 stuff. I find with myself, Viticulture was my number one for two years in a row. We haven't done our, we didn't do a 2020 top 10 or whatever it is we do. I don't forgot. Yeah. It's no longer like I'm burnt out on Viticulture. Yeah. And yeah. I think the more you play it, it, to me, it would seem there would be more turnover. Even I remember Tom's on a uh, dice tower, cosmic encounter, number one forever. <laughs> then it was a gloomhaven. Now he's starting to switch up a little bit more. And uh, Sam's was, what was his Blood big Ridge? one? Oh, no, it was Sam. Twilight Import. Yeah. yeah. Like, and they had the same number one, and Z's was pandemic. Like, for years. I'm like, y'all play thousands of games a year. Right. How is that still your number one? But I guess if you love it, you love it. But I, mean, like, I, th- I think I think if they're playing so many games, they probably don't get to play their number ones that often. Perhaps that would be a guess of mine. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, for me... It's just, you know, I play Biblios probably three or four times a year, you know, something like that. Um, and so it's still a short game, so it's, I'm still not burnt out. I, I, you know, if I played it as much as I sort of like probably should play my number one game, maybe I would burn burn out on it and, and it would drop. But uh, but I'm still not. Whenever I play it, it's still it still has been a, a great experience. So it's it's every every year when we're doing top one, I always have Biblios as number one. I mean, this year may be different. Who knows? We're still still coming out. But um, but like, I'll, I'll sit down and play Biblios, uh, you know, when, when we're working on this list and think to myself like, okay, is this actually my number one game? Like, I don't want this to be like just a pure bit where I just have a number one yeah. every year. And uh, and then I play it and I just love it. And I just, you know, it just, it works. It's still, it's still there for me. Well, and I experienced that with video culture. I was like, but this was a few plays ago. I was like, yeah. do I still like this game? And I played it. I'm like, oh no, it's still good. But then I played it since. And I'm like, you know what? There's better things out there now. Right. I'm and, ready and to move on. Video culture, you have like the cards that sort of like you, you, you at this point, I, I remember you are hearing you say that you sort of know all the cards. Now you sort of know some of the like the, the main sort of strategic like lines to go down biblios is i think like it's so player dependent that every game feels different you can't really do one strategy you can't really say like oh i know the cards because that, yeah everybody yeah, viticulture kind of gets on rails after a yeah. while sure sure yeah what do you look for in a board game that excites you like what is the in terms of when you're, I don't know if you're like me, which Kellen probably is, where you research <laughs> which games you're going to buy or, or be able to kind of obtain is that you look at certain aspects of it and you kind of know this is probably one that's outside my wheelhouse, but I'll give it a shot. Is there something particular that you look for or a, a reviewer that you listen to that gives you a little more insight into what you're what you're wanting to obtain? I mean, I'll, I'll listen to a bunch of different reviewers, and I'll, I'll generally look up a bunch of reviews. Uh, I think I think I, I always want, if possible. I mean, I'm I'm all I'm fine with like a really thinky euro, like a really heavy euro. I, I love those games as well, but uh, I, I like some level of interaction. I love I love being able to, you know, 
disrupt what other people are doing and have them, you know, come at me. I, I like if I like games where you sort of have to be aware of what's going on around the table. And and again, any game where you can like that that lends itself to trash talk or lends itself to to stuff like that is uh, is a game that I uh, will will pique my interest. So you like you like violence, right? That's right. Take that yeah, type stuff. With that, take, no, not not take that necessarily. No, not take that. Just 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 games where you can you can like sort of like get in somebody's way or block. Even you know, even when it comes to like a euro, like I want at least some level of blocking or some level of like <laughs> like you know Stevenson's Rocket. I know uh, Jerry just played in, in like Stevenson's Rocket. Am I right about that? So like Stevenson's Rocket is a great example. It's like you know Kinesia. It's not a euro game, but it's in that neighborhood, I guess. And it's a game where you know you can take your train and ram it in somebody else's and, and then sort of like just disrupt <laughs> things, you know, and you can, and somebody can want to move a train some way and you can just say, you know what? No, I'm going to vote no on this and you're not moving the train the way you want to. So I, stuff I, like that. I, like. I enjoy locomotive disruption. What about your namesake barrage? I love barrage. I, I mean, barrage is a perfect example of this, you know, it's all about we just playing find... that right before this podcast. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So that's in uh, honor of uh, Kellen. <laughs> oh my god. Um it's a perfect example cuz like barrage is all about, you know, controlling that water and you know, somebody can have a really nice, you know, system and dam all this stuff, but you can just restrict the water from getting there and, and just drive them crazy. So that's that's a perfect example. So you do you fancy yourself more of a euro player? A euro um, gamer? I I would probably I would probably say I'd lean more euro, but I th- I think I would I'm happy to play both both types of games like uh, we were talking before the recording like one of my favorite games of all time is true colors which is you know a very uh you know find it at target and uh, mass market sort <laughs> it's of like thing. that's just yeah do you play uh, cindy lopper when you play it as well <laughs> i do, I, do not. I think i think oh you don't oh okay those, we're, we're different ca- that would that'd be lost on kellen and neil and i, think. I queue up the karaoke right before right, we play right. Right, I would I would get that, but I don't think I think to be awesome, my, my co-host. How um, how old are your co-host? Are you the oldest? I'm the oldest. Yeah, I'm I'm the oldest chronologically, but the youngest um, in every other aspect. Mm, yes. Uh, but uh, but yeah, Kellen's Kellen's old and cranky. Failure to launch. Neilan is what? <laughs> what? Neilan's what? What did you say about? How old is Neilan? Um, I think he's he's like early thirties. They're both early thirties. So you have Neelan, South African, you yep. Egyptian. What's right. Kellen? White? Uh Kellen is I, I knew this at some point. Uh I think there's some I think there's some English there. There's <laughs> some on. maybe some Welsh. He's from Ally. He's from Ally. Enjoys his tacos and hikes. Ally. Have you ever been on a hike? I like it. I like y'all's show. Y'all have a nice diverse cast. Uh and now Chris well, y'all say she's in. I haven't heard her a whole lot. Yeah, she she was had a run in there for a while, and then um, has taken she has taken some episodes off. But uh, yeah, she's she's there. I mean, she's always there behind the episodes off. That means they're yeah, fighting. It's different. <laughs> I, I I know what it's like uh, when you're trying to have somebody else onto the podcast, like Enrique. We have right. we have uh, you know the third wheel, but Enrique is so temperamental and often unavailable and just difficult to record as a whole because I think, I think he shares a lot with great artists i think you know you hear about beyonce he, and stuff like the very, he is the he, temperamental he's very uh he's very i don't know how i would describe you like, I like how you're trying i, to I mean i've always thought of him as the beyonce of the show 
He is. He shows up, does his thing, and then he leaves. And yeah. he has a fan. He has a fan base. He has yet to put a ring on it, though. We have tried to get rid of Enrique. <laughs> we fired him multiple times from this podcast. I always come back somehow. And he comes. And he's always going to the left, to the left. And he just continues <laughs> on. And so, I mean, I'm not going to say he drags our podcast down or he lifts it up. I'm just saying he's just an additive. Right. And so it's hard you're- when you're when you have that dynamic. Yeah, I mean, obviously he doesn't lift it up as as you are the one who lifts everything up. Oh well, I try. Mark, don't, don't, Mark. Try, don't, Mark. please. It, 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 I think the best way to the best way to, to, to you, you've got to, Kellen, you've got to sort of. And board game <laughs> you gotta, media. you got to stroke the ego. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I'm pretty so, sure I can just cut the ego in half and make another joke. No, you're thinking little, egos. You love very, egos. No, we cut don't. that in half. I don't have that. I don't All right, Mark. Uh, this is a Bubba top five. We're well, going to make well, it a top a four. Oh, wait a minute. I have one to go? more question okay, that is ahead. actually very important. Oh, this okay. is something. Uh, An so, alpha question, no doubt. No, no. This is this is designed for you, betas. Um, so, Mark, I myself don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I occasionally listen to Board Game Barrage, just so I can hear Kellen's voice. But in terms of other board game media... Hi, I'm Kellen. Who... <laughs> Spot on. Who now you're insulting? Oh, I'm sorry, Kellen. I like Kellen, <laughs> who but he has you, a distinct voice. Who do you listen to in other board game media? Who is your go-to thing, or do you listen to anybody because you've peaked and you know that your opinion right. is all that matters? Right, exactly. It's it's hard to to look at, like listen to the ones that are lesser than us. No, um, I I listen to I listen to a bunch. Um, I listen to. Uh, so very wrong about games. I listen to Shut Up and Sit Down. I listen to you guys. I listen to uh, Sporadically Bored. Um, do you really listen to us? Or are you just saying that? I do. I do. I, I mean, I knew your, I knew your, uh, your Viticulture burnout. I knew. I, I listened to, oh, okay. to everything. I appreciate. That. I like your stuff on Twitter. That's again. Yes. Genuine okay. Like. <laughs> and that's much appreciated. You got it. You got it. Um, so well, I, I don't think I listen to anything like regularly, but I do. I just. One of the main reasons I listen to many so many podcasts or so many gaming podcasts, I should say, is because I just listen to a bunch of podcasts. Like I don't listen to music very often. I just listen to podcasts. Basically. Same. What what Same. Pod, uh, what other types types of podcasts do you listen to? Um, I what are your other lot. hobbies? So soccer, sure. no doubt. Sports. Yeah, I listen. To, I listen to soccer podcasts for sure. Not so much sports. I listen to to soccer primarily. I listen to a lot of history podcasts. I'm a big fan of history. Um, and I listen to, to humor stuff like like um, humor podcasts. Uh, those are my three sort of spheres. What historical podcast are you listening to? Um, Dan Carlin's Heart Hardcore Heart History. Love that. Yeah. Um, there's another one um, that I was ju- I just started listening to, um, like uh, like Day in the Life thing, where they just go back and they focus on a, a day in history and, and talk about stuff. Um, I've been listening to a, a couple podcasts about. The history is the Supreme Court uh, recently. Um, so one is called D- Divided Argument, and I can't remember the other one. Uh, so yeah, I'll just I'll get into uh, some aspect of history and then just sort of deep dive and, and try to consume as much as I, I can. That Dan Carlin's a uh, deep dive because that sucks you in for eighteen hours a yeah exactly. a subject. Right. And uh, I myself here recently have been gotten into a lot of various other podcasts that deal with like the medieval times. Okay. Not the restaurant, um, <laughs> but the various aspects of that era and just kind of understanding history because we're, we're all just kind of 
you know, you, you hear names, but you, it's hard to kind of chronologically right. think about what's going on. The but, first thing they need to fix about medieval is the way it's spelled. Yeah, I right. can't. I it's don't, absolutely ridiculous. M E D I E V A L. I like to think that it's, it's medieval. It's, that it's, makes no sense. It's medi- no sense. It's medium evil. You don't like your evil rare. <laughs> that's all I think. That's all I remember. I mean, it should be M I D E V I L. Mid evil. I'm a big fan of that type of of like movies, like The Last Duel and The King and things of that nature. So anytime right. I watch one of those, I get like, oh, I need to learn about that era, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. it all runs together. So this historical podcast make a lot of sense. Yeah, and so that, that I find that from what I have seen. From people who listen to board game podcasts, it seems like board gaming is their only hobby. Oh, you look at you look at, <laughs> and I don't understand how. You look at people's top five podcasts of the year. It's just like board game, board game, board game, board game, board right. game, which is fascinating. How could you be so boring that that's your only hobby? <laughs> uh, well, I we found Jerry and I we when we started our podcast, and we have our opinions. Which are superior. Which are, okay. I'm out. And then, <laughs> as you should be. Hold. Hold. We have this man for at least another few moments. Let's just hold off for another few moments, Jerry. Can you do so? <laughs> for All right. All right. I see Fine. The, the tear goes down his eye as his whiskey saying, is denied. It's one o'clock. <laughs> it's New Year's so, Eve. So how am I going to make it to 2022? <laughs> And once you do start producing a podcast, and you rec- as especially as an editor, you recognize God. the ums and the ahs and the heavy breathing into the microphone and right. long pauses and blah, blah, blah. Those long pauses, those impregnated pauses, <laughs> build tension. It's important. You cut out all my preg- you cut out like all your- my pregnant pauses. You said impregnated pauses a minute ago. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> that pause has been impregnated. Well, they are with anticipation. <laughs> I pregnate all my pauses with anticipation and drama. So it's like jazz. It's like the notes you don't hear. Do you Ooh. find it more difficult? Have you culled down or streamlined what you do listen to upon having your own podcast as me and Jerry have found that we do like, yeah. you know what? I used to like this and now it's just not my taste anymore. And and it may be what they like, not necessarily their taste because your taste can differ. You they're still just, like what they're they just ha- mediocre. They're you not still, as good as you. You still like to, what they like, but maybe you just don't like the, the style of their podcast or it. something. They're not as good as you. I, th- I think it's what you're talking about with the editing. Like, uh, you know, there are different types of podcasts. I'm happy to listen to some that are more, you know, natural talk sort of thing where it's not overly edited. But um, but there has to be some level of, like, production. Like, if it, like yes. before, I wouldn't really mind bad mics and I wouldn't really mind, again, like a podcast that wasn't uh, edited very much. But nowadays, that's – those are thresholds that I sort of like. It makes a difference. To, what to, mic to do you use? You got the old Blue Yeti everybody uses? Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. roll your eyes when I ask what this is. I love just, to know uh, what the um, people use. You audiophiles have got problems. <laughs> it's because your, you don't deal with it. A, we do. No, because y'all make a big difference out of these. This $400, listen, this $400 mic sounds just the same as this $90 mic. Maybe I want the Shure SMV7. But you're all like, all this and that. And it doesn't matter. Y'all I don't have $400 it up. to spend. Start I know, but y'all are making it that, up. Fire up that Patreon. Go ahead. Oh, we don't need the Patreon. Uh, we are unbought. Unlike some others whose Patreon is doing very well. Um, 
go ahead and do his Bubba top five. Does okay, he do so that? I, I did not prepare him for this, but oh, this is so just a. He's unprepared for this. But there's nothing to prepare. It's but just his personal. I'm person- the one that's unprepared. <laughs> it's his personal opinions. Oh, okay. okay. Well, okay. Right. So, oh, so these are just to clarify, these are his opinions. I'll just say before he starts each time, say, in my opinion, because we have to make sure everybody knows that this is just his opinion and not facts, right? I'll also try to throw in what I assume Kellen's opinions are. <laughs> Tell us what you think Kellen would like as well. Sure, sure. Okay. So, this Bubba Top 5 originated with Bubba. I don't know if you've listened that far back yep. yet. It's been a while. R.I.P. And how's, he's, how's he doing? He's doing good. He was supposed to be with us today. And then he's like, oh, oh wait. Apparently, the state works on New Year's Eve when it's on Friday. They don't even work during the weekday. They, on get, normal off like, day. they get off like all these <laughs> weird bank ho- Columbus Day. Right. They shouldn't be celebrating that, but they do. They do. But not on New Year's. They but say New no. Year's Eve? No. Yeah. All right, so it was very, what do you call that? Uh, Nebulous. Uh, sporad, no, not sporadic. What is it? When it there makes. What are you talking? You're waving your hand okay, around. It doesn't make sense. Never what, mind. What do you. All right, so we asked him what his top five games were, and he gave us this weirdest random list that eclectic. barely had anything. Eclectic. eclectic. There you Thank go. you. You're sir. welcome. I'm sorry. Or eccentric. Eccentric. So, number five, what is the last game you played? Uh, last game I played was Furnace, I'm pretty sure. Furnace. So you did play Furnace. Okay, play yeah, Furnace. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. You said that Furnace, Bruno, yeah. Bruno, Bruno. Bruno? Is that mm-hmm. Brian yeah, Baru? I, I like Baru. Bruno. And you're you're like, like it's a good game, but yeah, it's not worth not, the hype. Not, not the hype. Yeah, I feel the same way. Not the hype. Okay, I'm skipping yeah. number four because that's to describe my box art, and I hate that. I, I don't know why you it. don't like that. Do you do you have games visible to you there in front of you? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, number four, because Bubba, like, we were asking Bubba about a game, and he couldn't tell us what it was. He just knew it by the box art. Can okay. you? And it needs to be something relatively old, because like I said, we haven't played anything new. Can you describe a game by box art? And you guys are going <clears> to <throat> try to guess it? Here? Something that we would guess. Okay, let's see. Um, okay, so... I mean, I'm going to give it a... Oh, no, I'll do this one. That's okay. Uh, there, are some, there are some soldiers. Um, the art is sort of um, pencil or, or... Yeah, sort of like pencil art. Uh, 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 that one right undaunted. now Undaunted. No. The uh, undaunted? Yeah. No, not Undaunted. Um, is it the old one from 1914? Right down there. It's... Uh, it's the, the soldiers are from World War One. Yes. If that helps. The, the, the game that you play cooperatively, you play the cards and you're oh, either... The Grizzled? The, the Grizzled. You got it. That's right. Yeah. Yes. I got it. Yes. I said it. I bought the Grizzled that has the legacy with the little miniatures. Have After not right. liking the Grizzled, you bought no, the No, we loved the Grizzled. I liked it a lot. You didn't like it. We, you don't even he know me. Remember. You don't even know <laughs> me. But we Dissension have yet to ranks. play it. Dissension in the ranks. I like the Grizzled. Number three, your favorite movie. My favorite movie, the answer I always give to this, but I don't know if it's true anymore, is is the usual suspects. That's a nice one. I, I I've always that I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for twists. Well, Kevin Spacey's canceled. You can't like that no more. All right. That's true. That's true. That's true. That or the one where he's the alien. What was that one called? K Pax. K Pax. Yeah. Um, what's your nowadays new- nowadays I just watch a bunch of documentaries. What's your last documentary you watched? Um, it's funny that you talk about the Chilean miners because the last one I watched, which was fantastic, is called The Rescue. Mm. Uh, it's on Disney Plus, and it's about the um, speaking of soccer, Thai soccer team. These kids who were part of a Thai oh yeah team, stuck in a cave. I remember that. Yeah, uh, yeah Elon was going to cool. send in the submarine. 
it's it's great. It's absolutely great. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. All right. Also, also enjoyable on there is Will Smith's Welcome to Earth. Earth. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. <laughs> Where he travels the world. Nobody cares about Will Welcoming Smith. Welcoming himself to <laughs> Earth. <laughs> he walks into it like this wide open, grassiest okay. plane and says, Welcome let, me. Let me, let me. Let me just set this up. If that doesn't start with him punching an alien and then lighting a cigar and saying, <laughs> Welcome to Earth. That whole thing was based on the fact that he said that line in Independence Day. Why does your career have to be basically enveloped by one line out of a dumb movie back in the 90s. Was it 90s, 2000? What was Independence 1996. Day? 1996. Oh, man. I was a young man in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And he didn't even make the sequel. He died off screen. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I forgot there was mm. Poor Harry Connick Jr. What happened to him? He died. Aliens got him. Oh, they did, didn't he? Yeah. That's right. You guys, I can't believe you can remember all that. Well, well, I've got terrible memory in general. I remember things up until I was 18. After that, everything's a you, blur. You, I, I, the more I listen to this, the more I realize that Mark is just basically gobby with hair. <laughs> it's like, he's like, he's like, like God. Mark is me. You're Kellen. We're the, basically the board game barrage bizarro universe. <laughs> I like the, what, what we should have done is like grew, we should grow beards and be like on Star Trek where they go into the mirror universe. I should have had the I'm the evil Kellen. <laughs> the evil Kellen's just regular Kellen. Except, except I am the bald. I'm the bald version. I'm the anti-Mark. So it's like I'm go. completely bald, much larger. Yeah. What's the opposite of Egypt? Australia? Uh, the, the other side of Egypt. Wisconsin. <laughs> you really like cheese, which is kind of funny. Cheese curds. Oh. I'm into curds. Uh, this, this is the way. Uh, that was funny. I got it. I Thank got you. It. Thank you. I knew you would. What was it? What Nothing. Did I miss? Never mind. You didn't miss okay. anything. Number two, a board game, and this is a cliche one, but it's fine. A board game you would like to see made into a movie. Made into a movie. Um, let's see. Biblios. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I've got to say Biblios. I think Bibles all day. That was called the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> right. 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 That's, Actually, a movie based on Biblios would probably be my type of thing because I'm into boring movies in general. I'm into like historical dramas and stuff, so uh, it's probably not a bad uh, answer for me. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. Uh, Pax Transhumanity is the one that I'm looking at. That I would mm. mind uh, seeing uh, seeing something about the, the future utopian sort of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and the number one. And we can conclude on this and any closing thoughts and let Mark go about his day. <laughs> Celebrating New Year's Eve, probably. What is uh, your favorite thing that you're enjoying right now? And it can be whatever. Game, movie, book, knitting, pets. What is my favorite thing? that? I'm, well, I'm, I've just moved. I mean, I don't know if this is a favorite thing, but we just moved into this place and I'm doing like redecorating and fixing a whole bunch of stuff. So that's the thing that's been consuming me. I've been doing a lot of painting, a lot of like hanging things up. Uh, my girlfriend is big into like making the house like Christmas theme. So we had a bunch of like Christmas stuff up. So I'm doing a lot of, a lot of stuff around the house like that. So that's been the thing I've been doing the most recently. Um, Are you enjoying well, I, that? Interior decorating. I, I, I do. I do enjoy like fixing stuff up. I do enjoy like, you know, patching holes and, and, you know, hanging stuff. And, He's the Martha any, Stewart of any, the barrage. That's right. Any that's lighthouses right. anywhere? Like the bathroom, any, perhaps? Oh, I, yeah. I footsteps? Kind of footprints? Footprints well, on the well, sand? Well, I, I don't think the there are any lighthouses in and around uh, the area or hmm. Vegas. Oh. It's all sand. 
What right. what if you were to decorate, what do you decorate in? Like like your room, like your game room. Like is it nerd shows you like or what is like like my room here where we yeah. record this very small yeah, office? See, a lot of well you see Gobby's inappropriate I picture of the lady from uh, Battlestar Galactica, yes, Caprica right. Six, baby. And, then, and it says I had her. I said, Can you say wording Gina, your husband is gorgeous. Signed <laughs> Trisha Helfer. And she did it and then she smiled at me. And when she handed me the picture, her hand grazed mine. I said, oh, I got you. <laughs> she quickly wiped her hands off from the, the grease from the Burger King that you just, you know. Uh, grabbed the sanitizer. Grabbed the sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, uh, I'm big into sci-fi. I'm a sci-fi guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I've got like three calyx up uh, around like different different floors and stuff. Um, but I, you know, the decorating I leave to, to, to my girlfriend, um, for me, I, I, I'm, I can do whatever I'm fine with whatever. Um, but, uh, but in, in terms of things I'm enjoying, I'm trying to get back into, since I've moved, I, I used to play soccer three times a week and cool. since I've moved, uh, I have not been doing that. So I'm trying to get, I'm getting back into that. So that's one thing I'm excited about is, is getting back out there and, and running around kicking the ball. What is your day job? Kicking a ball. <laughs> Sorry, there you go. Uh, no, I run a grocery delivery service. Um, so we have people who go to our website and order groceries and, and get it delivered to their to their homes. Oh, very nice. Do you service southeastern Oklahoma? We could have something sent. <laughs> do not, do not. What's uh, Neilan? He's the one that works for Naughty Dog, Naughty Dog, right? Yeah, very nice. Ah, he's he's he was in on charge of us. Yep, he was involved in Last of Us. Oh, good for him! And and Kellen, of course, advertises video games. <laughs> He's uh, yeah, violence. Very violent, very violent, <laughs> very violent video games. But well, Mark, we appreciate you coming on. We're glad that we're your favorite podcast. You got it. And I, I feel ba- I feel bad. I feel like we've we've talked so much board gaming. I feel like this is like. This is going to be refreshing to our audience. They're, they're so <laughs> board game starved at this point. They literally don't know who you are. <laughs> it's like they just like who's the bar game right? They don't watch it. We we literally our our podcast is popular have, with AA groups. I think. We have, <laughs> I think that's what it is. We have a podcast. Uh, the one that I'm uh, I had to delay because I didn't get to editing because Jerry trashes too many people and I had to take out. And then the one after that, but I'm going to bump you up to next week so it's end of the year, first of the year. We're probably going to delete one of our podcasts because it got pretty bad. Yeah, the the it second really one after that is it was the really bad. The second one after that. Are you, we, are you being serious? Are you being yeah, serious? it got it got pretty bad. We literally. <laughs> didn't discuss board games at all. Gobby, Gobby Not started talking. And it was all nothing. Gobby's fault. Gobby, it, it, it wasn't a game. It wasn't a topic. Nothing related. We did talk about the network we're in. It, but I'm like, at the end of it, we're like, we did not discuss. Gobby anything. started talking about his feelings. Sorry. And unfortunately, and we, and when that been, happens. And the lack of reciprocation from Jerry. I, yes. You got to stick that behind a Patreon wall. You got to get some money. True. See, that's what we, we need. Uh, well, the Patreon anytime, but I don't want to sell out. <laughs> I want to be bought out. I want <laughs> um, I like to buy in, actually. And with, in. with the Dice Tower finally going off the air. Off and the ear, ear, yes. yeah, and and really, there's just there's this big gaping emptiness out there in board game media for people who don't really talk about board. I games. think board game barrage can fill that quite nicely. Y'all talk about so many board you games. You can fill the orifice sick. left behind by Dice Tower. 
with your own tanks. Y'all should probably try to get on the Dice Tower because that's what they lack. They lack tanks. Do you, do you have, uh, before we close out, do you have yeah. any questions or anything? No. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. Go I ahead. I was talking to Mark. Oh, do I have any questions? Any um, questions for us? I, I, and this I mean, is I, where I like to imply that maybe they've listened to us. I've, I've, like I said, I've definitely listened to you. Um, I'm trying to think of questions I would have. Uh, I mean, what what are your highlights of 2021 in terms of like pop culture stuff? Oh, that's a good one. That, in terms, I ask because like I, I've I've become like that old. Like I, I've sort of alluded to. I, I I just watch documentaries. I don't listen to any new no, music. I don't no. do any stuff like that anymore. So I need to be plugged in. Now Gombe's trying to get into pop culture, which he is the very. Very pop for pop culture. culture. Listen, disagreeable nerds. <laughs> um, and Gobby's opinion, unfortunately, is very. You're in, just okay. Very, so stop, stop. I'm not. I'm not knocking See, bad about your This is culture. why I have to discuss my no, feelings. No, no, I'm not talking bad about your opinion. I'm just saying your opinion is very. Uh, I'm thirteen very year old, no, thirteen year old girl. I'm like pretty. You, you're, I'm pretty you're, mainstream. You're very I mainstream. don't hate. I don't hate the Marvel. I don't go after the weirdest indie film there is and declare it to be my favorite to be on the edge. He has no taste, but the things that he likes. Sorry, I enjoyed Spider Man No Way Home. I, I thought it was absolutely it. brilliant. It was brilliant. I haven't I watched great. it. I need to watch it. I don't watch Marvel, but like to give give an example is like Gabby. Like I tend to like taper everything that i hear from him with 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 this idea of this is gobby just because he likes it doesn't mean i'll like it obviously but in terms of pop culture i was really pleased that the dune movie turned out really good um i really enjoyed not only the soundtrack but where they took that and the storytelling behind it glad that worked out well um have you watched arcane on netflix i started it I've not. It's very good. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even. I'm not even aware of what it is. What, it's based on. It's a. Uh, and it, it's a card. Say no, It's an animation, I, but it's based on League of Legends. You brought up anime, okay. and then Enrique's freaking out. <laughs> well, Go it's ahead. Not anime. <laughs> Put your pillow down. What's that called again? With the with the. Go ahead, Enrique. You have said three words so far. Go ahead. I didn't know you were here. Well, no, I, <laughs> we forgot you were here. Well, you were having a trouble. Like, Go ahead. Troublesome time of what you with the. Movie. I know it's based on League of Legends, which I've never played, and it doesn't really matter because yeah, because it's just two different things. I don't maybe. play League of Legends because I'm not a virgin. <laughs> I, it I, won't I, let me on the server. But Go ahead. Is is Enrique wearing an Enrique shirt? Yeah, yeah very is. meta. He's very meta. He literally. That's excellent. That's I'm great. the one. He forgets who he is. That's pompous. <laughs> Yeah. Where am I? When he blacks out, <laughs> he wakes up <laughs> the next morning. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> No, uh, Arcane, probably my favorite show this year, uh, but it is very dark. My, uh, I was trying to think of, oh, I wa- Boba Fett, episode oh, one. How was okay. that? Oh, oh. Did you not like it? No, no. Jerry, have you watched it? I have not, but I have really very little interest in it. Just because it the seems like The guy that played Boba from like Attack of the Clones- Right, like that's the age he's supposed to be right now. He's too old, and he can't do action scenes, and he moves very slowly. He's like Chuck Norris. <laughs> yes, <it's> like, <laughs> he's the Steven just, Seagal of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, he goes around snapping necks. Snapping necks. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's not good. Maybe it gets better. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, I, I'm 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 into pop culture. So you guys, you guys said that it's, it's rare that you would really come together on something in terms of like 
pop culture or whatever. What, what can you think of an example of, of something that you guys both enjoy a great deal that's not like board game related, like something outside of board games that you're both big fans of? That's that's really hard because like a lot of our movie tastes are there are some movies that end up we end up coming. You can probably take that off Enrique. Enrique's very because he just chews (laughs) on his fingernails. Uh, There are very there are some things like like that, but for the most part, we're rather rather separate. We often say we're not for board games. We would have nothing in common. Our personalities are different. Everything. We do well, agree I, on some things, but just very rarely. It's. I mean, I think that's good, though. I think. I think that you know, there's you guys sort of like fill in gaps. I think that that makes at least for a good podcast where you can have well, some sort of. Well, like, it does because Gabi yeah. forces me to watch pop culture stuff that I have no interest in. Right. And so, what are you? What, so, what are you interested in terms of like other media? You, uh, you mentioned some historical stuff, but I do. I, I, I like. A lot of the pop culture movies or the, the popular movies I just don't particularly enjoy. I, I do listen to a lot of podcasts and various books. I'm, I'm one of these people that when I uh, – I'll listen to a podcast that will lead me to a book that will sure. lead me down this rabbit hole of this is interesting. We do – we did both love the book that they made a TV show out of. Oh, the terror. The terror. Which, which was, again, that was one of those things for where I, I love – the 1800 type nautical uh Madeline Aubrey uh you, you've watched Master and Commander obviously yes yeah that that series of books there's like 22 23 yeah. different books I have uh, every one of them I love okay. those there was a there's a book called the terror the terror that is is it's historical sci-fi so to speak so it, it's it, based upon the terror the search for the Northwest passage type thing okay but then they yeah. involved certain folktale elements. Oh, okay. I get that. And made it kind of like a sci-fi horror. It is not for everybody. I recommended it to a friend, and he's like, this is the most boring thing I've ever read. It <laughs> sounds like something I would like. But actually. the book's like 1,800 pages. I bought the right. book, burned through it, told Gabi, you have to read this. And then there was a television series that had Jared. Um, the book is by Dan Simmons, what's if Jared's you're interested. Name? What's the oh, actor? The I'm British guy. Dan Simmons. Okay. What's the actor? Jared, um, the guy off The Expanse. He's he's yeah, Jared. Uh, I say The Expanse, the other one. Um, the one on Apple. The one I haven't watched yet. The Isaac Asimov. Asimov. Uh, anyway, series. it come on Foundation. TV. But yeah, it's a great. Harris. Jared Harris. Jared Harris. He's a great, not only the book, but the also the television series. It's just a one season, one off miniseries. Both tell the same story. They tell it a little bit differently. They're both worth watching. So okay. it's, it's that type of media that like I expose Gobby to that sometimes he really enjoys. And then at the same time, he pressures me to watch more mainstream stuff. Like I watched sure. Iron Man's all three of them, well, and J- I thoroughly enjoyed it. Jerry does tend to, he likes... And the winner guy. Generally, he likes really dark stuff. Not dark. No, it's dark. No, it's not. In, it's in general, it is. I like stuff that's... Read the terror, watch the show. Tell me it's not dark. Watch <laughs> the last duel. Tell me it's not dark. I, I like things that are more. I don't. I do not get into. Like, like, if I can get in my mind right when I walk into like a Marvel movie, like I've never watched Endgame or none of those, right? And I, I feel like I, it's not because I'm like I feel like they are awful shows. It's just because I was never interested in them. I'm sure that if I'd watched them from the beginning to the end, I would have sure. had bought into them. Uh, but shows much like that, I like something that's more realistic or is telling a story or giving a viewpoint. 
and is not just that it's well written and anytime i watch a movie i'm picking it apart thinking well, this right. is kind of this is the the narrative is off or the, the way that they're telling this the tone is odd and i just i can't get into superman not superman movies superhero movies very right. easily like i did enjoy i'm like the only person i think i enjoyed I enjoyed the dc universe a little bit better than i did marvel just because of the fact that it seems like it was trying to tell a more adult nuanced story and they failed obviously uh but yeah it's just our type of entertainment what gobby likes and i I, i've thought about this here recently i think one of the issues is is that gobby expresses his opinion in such a mild and unspecific way for instance the matrix he watched it he says oh it's a six a 6.5 i'm thinking oh it's halfway decent i call and i say there is absolutely nothing redeemable about this show is one of the worst shows i've ever seen in my life right. and he goes yeah well wasn't that great and i was like well why'd you say it was a six a six is above average. a six is not that great no a six is above average that's true it wasn't see i've seen and this is where i have a hard time there's absolute garbage on the sci-fi channel like uh, the sharknados right, right. that yeah. is that is well below a five right this the, the production value and all that type of stuff that goes into it for me so it's like it wasn't an absolutely awful show i would rather watch it than anything on sci-fi but that's not that's not my then that that's the difference is is that and i've often harped on this also in connection with board games is this idea of quality and what quality is people think that quality is means that something's good no quality is just the average standard this is what the this is what the industry yeah the baseline this is the industry when somebody says this is quality they don't mean it's good it means that it meets the absolute standards this is this is this quality it works and so the movies that i watch there are some that i realize this is very niche i'm not going to say anybody should watch this series because it's very 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 something that's just specific particular particular to these types of people so obviously not but there are some that are like okay this is this is a quality it's not great it's not gonna blow your mind and i think that the the barrier that me and gobby commonly has is that gobby's idea of quality and mine are so different he gives so many passes in terms of other things and i don't and i stop because that's a bad thing or a good thing i'm just saying that that is a more of commentary on what people will tolerate, what they'll go be entertained with. I will not sit through a show that I particularly, I think is boring or is just not, it's just not working out. I, I, right. A board know. game example might be tapestry. Right. right. I absolutely, how, I think tapestry you, is one of the worst games ever made. You, I, I, I agree with you hundred percent actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I went after we played tapestry. I was like, uh, that's the one, one of the few times where I was like, thinking about what my take would be on the next episode. And I, I was thinking to myself, like, do I need to rein myself in here? Because this is not good at all. And it's getting so much praise. And it's just like, yes, this is ridiculous. Now, this I, is see, and, and, and Jerry and agrees with you. And I agree. But at the same time, I'm like, but it, it does things that I like. I, I'm just sure. I'm I, I guess I'm just more lenient. There right, are no, certain there are certain things I absolutely hate, but it's I'm I don't take super strong stances on literally everything as Jerry does. Sure, sure. Well, and and that's that's another. Uh, I, I'll, I'll go back to the tapestry when I was playing that, and I'm sure Kellen probably does this too. You might as well. 
<laughs> it angers Neelan's me. Neelan's also on the podcast. Don't Who? forget him. Who? Uh, oh, yeah, Enrique. Um, I, I get angry when I see people on, and I, and I say people. I utilize like Facebook, Twitter, things of that nature in terms of the industry to see what's popular. When people are praising a game and they're acting like this is such an amazing, innovative thing, when in fact it is objectively not. Right. And it's not a matter of opinion. There are other games that have done this exact thing just in the past much better. You're being brought in by the color, the 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 minis, whatever it is, the presentation yeah. of this game, and you're giving it a pass. And I think that that, to me, causes, and something that would be a completely another topic, causes a lot of the hype that we do not like in this industry. Yeah. The hype of something that is, quite frankly, fine, but it's being elevated to such a degree that once you get that effect of everybody saying this is wonderful, this is great. I'll use Barrage as the most recent example. If I had bought Barrage just just off my common way of just acquiring games and had played it, I'd have been quite impressed with it. It's a fine game. The level of hype that it had from everybody being at Gen Con and posting about it, this is my game of the con, completely made me think, this game must be something really inventive. There's got to be something great about this game. It's a good game. It's not a great game. It's not amazing. And I think that comes from a lot of when people play something, you see it on social media, whatever it is that you're hearing about, you are then compelled to give a game a pass to post on social media and to say something that's complimentary. I am the exact opposite. If I go into a game thinking this should be amazing, that this game is supposed purports to be one thing, and it turns out to be, much like Tapestry, a very elemental, entry-level game that people paid a hundred bucks for, which was the elemental go- or elementary? Either way, acid elementary. Um <laughs> whichever thing that's right. Earth, I wind said and that. fire. Um <laughs> That is just, it's all, it's not, it's, yeah, there's, this game was, there, there's no need for, for tapestry to ever be held as like of what it is. It, right. it is not. Real quick, uh, somewhat based on this, we said we were going to end, but we didn't. I'm going to steal this from Stratically Bored. What is a, a game that you think is underrated and then a game you think is overrated? Okay. Uh, let's see. Underrated. <laughs> let, me, let, let, let me let me pull up my my list here because I've just been working on this. Oh, okay. Um, underrated. Sorry. Um, I mean a, a game that I enjoy quite a bit. I mean there there are ones that I think I don't know if they're underrated or not, but I think Times Up is a fan. I know you like Times Up, uh, Gabby. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like uh, Lancaster. It's it's an older game that I think is underrated. Not enough people play. I think probably my most underrated game that is high on my my favorite games of all time is Francis Drake. Ah uh, yes. Um, so that is I think that's quite underrated. Um, you over- loved it so much, Jerry. You sold it. I did, unfortunately, <laughs> and I've regretted it ever since. Right. Um, but it is over- very good. Overrated. I mean, I think I think to to Jerry's point, a lot of stuff. I mean, I think I've, I've mentioned on the show, but you know, I played Brian Burrow, I played um, uh, Brick and Mortar, I played uh, Furnace, and I, I think I think the, the most egregious example for me, for sure, is Tapestry. But um, 
even and I hate to pick on Stegmire games, but like Red Rising, I thought was was overrated. I think mm-hmm. some of the hype has, has died for that one though, because um, people have but, played it now. Right, right, right. Um, but you know, I I think I think you get a lot of overrated games every every year for a lot of reasons. Jerry was saying, from what I like to 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 say when people are getting really hyped up about a game or like are trying to debate whether or not I should back this on Kickstarter or should I back a Kickstarter all in and stuff like that is like try to put yourself in a place where try to put yourself in a mindset of where you'll be like five years from now or, or even one year from now. Like I, I remember like the incredible hype for something like rising sun, rising sun, you know, at the time, biggest Kickstarter of all time, you know, the, the day it, it launched on Kickstarter, it you got like $5 million, like instantly all this stuff. People were dying for it. I remember somebody got an early copy and, uh, auctioned it at uh, one of the strategic cons in LA and it was going for like $300 or something for the base box, all this stuff, people going crazy for it. But where are we, like, think about rising sun today. Like I, I really like rising sun as a top 50 game for me, but it's like, it's just a game. It's just another game. Like all these games that are pumped up and talked about and you think are going to be the greatest game of all time and are going to do something incredibly novel, like a year from today, they're going to be just another game. Sure, they could be a, a solid game, a very good game, all stuff. But like, I'm I'm all about letting games come out, having people review them, talk about them, you know, playing them myself, um, and, and seeing where they settle. Because it's it's it is rare that you'll get a game that I, I think for the most part, most games nowadays are six out of ten, seven out of tens because there are because they are you know the the, the board gaming design level has has gone up but you know i the the games that really stand out i think are are just as rare as they've ever been um so yeah i i i think getting caught up into hype is a, is a natural human thing it's hard to resist when everybody's talking about it you you've got this thing about like you know this you know you've got the the big minis and all this stuff that really you can't help but get, get, get drawn in but just try to think about where those games that, that you really hyped before are today for you. And I think that's a good, like sort of like stepping back that, that people need to do. I was just talking with Enrique on the way over here about he, he Enrique is my window into the millennial mindset of what's going sure. on. And he often Enrique, you know, he eats Cheetos and plays video games. And so normally he's telling me what the next video game is going to be. What's the next thing that's going to be? And I don't buy any new video games. There, Everything I buy is, is through a Steam sale, and it's something that's years old. And during our conversation, I said, can you think of a game? And I said, and I said this, this comes to mind because my daughter, who's 10 years old, is playing Minecraft. Uh, like every 10-year-old on the planet, I said, I was playing Minecraft back when it was early access. Six years ago. It was, no. No, no decade. eight years ago. No, it was 2011 was when Minecraft really? was released. Good so Lord. it's over a decade. And I was, I, I was playing Minecraft back when it was in beta and alpha, and it was just a thing. It was just something that they were trying to support back then. And I said, I, can you think of a game that has been around for over a decade that people still come up with, that still look at and play. I said, I can think of Skyrim. I can think of Minecraft. I can't think of anything else except these small classic games. And I said, those tend to be the ones that I, if I, if I eventually get to. Yeah. Yeah. That those, those are the ones I tend to mess around with. And I said, I, any of these triple a games that tend to come out that are $60 a pop next year, they're gone. 
they're right. replaced they with, with the, the next the next version. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kellen. Next Call of Duty. Uh, yeah. Uh, next Madden. Next Call of Duty. Right. Hashtag, next FIFA. R.I.P. John Madden. Um, oh, that's right. But that's what that's what takes place in, in board game. But board gaming the the cycle is not even six months or a year. It's no. it's three months. It's when Gen Con happens, the game of the con, that's hot. Then it's gone. I, just the zeitgeist is very small in board gaming. Just playing board, just playing barrage here. Just I, I love barrage. I don't hear anybody talking about barrage when barrage. It's, it's a year old. When it came yeah. out, it was super hot. And so the fact is, is that that's the one thing about this industry that drives me insane. And the only way that I see that fixing itself. That's is, the one thing. Is yes, it's it's the bubble. Oh, yeah. Is that there will be a bubble that eventually pops. Where people will just not be purchasing as many board games as they were, due, either due to the price or the manufacturing or what whatnot, crushing debt. That there won't be as many produced. That the right. ones that are produced are of high quality, and there are ones that are not. It's going to force innovation, right. not not the game, but it's going to force games to be new and different. Because right now you can just reskin something. Or do a deather version of it. Expansions. And, and they all yeah. go crazy. And people it. will lose their ab- apps, their ever-loving mind over it. And that's why I think, much like most of my entertainment, I enjoy things that are v- hidden gems. Like any right. type of video game that I'm playing, any type of book that I'm reading, I'm looking for something that nobody else is... This is, this is something that is really good. It just didn't get the attention that it needed. And a lot of the board games that I really like, that I think are just absolutely amazing, are ones that just didn't catch a lot of attention. Those tend Crescent to, City Cargo. Those tend to be the Love ones it. that that draw my attention. And so, like like movies, the uh, the Criterion Collection of all yeah. those, uh, yeah. Like I'm always looking for something. That's where you find your Kurosawa's right there. Well, that's where you go and you look and find things that are like. You're just not going to walk into a movie theater and see. And quite frankly, sure. I think the movie theaters are probably going to die. Y'all, do you, does y'all's podcast or individually, do y'all get lots of, like, if you come down on a game negatively, do y'all get any much feedback or pushback, I guess? We get, we get some, but not really that much. Not really like too much. Uh, like No I, hate mail. Not really. I, I, again, I remember being concerned about Tapestry, my, my review of Tapestry. Um, but, I don't think I got very much because I think I think the thing is I think we fe- whenever we re- negatively review something I think we know that we can back up our arguments so that if people like we'll get we'll get pushback sometime on the Discord from listeners who do like the game and I think we can oh, we always know we can stand our ground like we, we understand that other people might like the game and I get people will like Tapestry for sure but like I I know where I stand on tapestry. I know why I stand where I do on tapestry. So I'm not afraid of getting, you know, flack for it because I can I can articulate my argument against it, um, you know, solidly. So I I don't think I don't think anything's ever flared up too much uh, in that in that way. I think I caused a stir about brew. Bro, oh, <laughs> Kellen did not like. What do you like about brew? I just, I, I just like the fact My, that it's, I don't think Mark liked it. None of y'all really no, liked we, it. No. I, yeah, I, I, I played it. We did not like. I it. think the fact that it's a very obviously a game about getting 
super messed up, doped on, up on shrooms and everything, and these cards, and it's it's pretty. And like the force on fire, and like in force on fire. <laughs> I think I, I really, literally we were playing that game. I was going, this is a dumb game that has some little bit of strategy, but I just like the fact that this is a it's 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 a dumb mindless game. But at the same time, I could see where somebody would not like this. It's not a game. It's it was cheap. It's not one of those games that you're going to be out there and. and it's certainly a flash in the pan. Brew will go away. It has gone right, away. Right, right. It was out. It's yeah. popular. It's gone. Two yeah. games that I'm thinking about in terms for you, just looking at our collection, that I don't think get enough attention. Unfortunately, they're both from TMG, which have recently gone out of business. Have you... Uh, Gold West. Oh, no. I've not, I've heard really good things about that. I okay. know it's on BGA. Okay. Um, but I have not. I've not. Gold been. Gold West by J. Allen Cavern. Mm-hmm. Alex Cavern. It is a great game. We're very dry Euro. It has all the trappings of a very quick, clean, not just your own player board making decisions. Yep. Uh, Mon Call a type mechanism. It's a. It's a really fun game that often it just keeps getting overlooked and overlooked. Another one. Again, another TMG game. I played at BGG. Homesteaders. Oh, I do like Homesteaders. I yeah. love Homesteaders in like terms Homesteaders of its bidding and its its back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Uh, two distinct levels of what you're trying to take. You know, I do. I'm much like you in that fact that I like games where there is a dichotomy of you're doing this thing now shift gears and do this. Right. Worry about right. this now do this, and it has that of uh, this bidding. Okay, and, and it, it generally is bidding. I love bidding games. I have Almond Ray. Did I say that right? I have that on my shelf. Have yet to play it, but it's one of those that I just, I know anything that has bidding in it tends to really. Yeah, I think Almond Ray is like in that same ballpark as Homesteaders. Have you played, are you playing the the newest? Because I only, I had the old version of Homesteaders. I haven't played the new edition. We've got the 10th edition. We've got that. Yeah. So we, and again, I don't don't think we. 10th anniversary. 10th anniversary. 10th edition, man. Um, But yeah. But no, that's that's our thing. Is that our opinions on? Our, there's a big. Let's wrap this up. There's people love these long podcasts, especially when you have Mark on because we have quality guests. I'm hungry. Oh, okay. Well, the pizza. Did the pizza come? Yeah. Of course. No pineapples. Uh, but the big valley between me and Gobby is sometimes bridged and that's when something I know is good when we yeah. both like it when we both play a game and Gobby says I like it and I say why and he says it just feels good and I'm like okay well I like it because Great Gobby impression by the way yeah spot on but Gobby yeah. goes by how things feel I go by the actual breakdown of the mechanics and if we both can kind of come together on that. I'm an emotional gamer. Then we know. And then I know, like, this is a good game. This is a game. And often our top tens tend to overlap. And sure. there are games where... We, hit, we, hit both. We, Plus, we're both each other's most board game partners. So right. That's part and so it's like, and when we have this... When a game slaps, as the kids say, with both of us, we know it's good. We know it's good. And I think that's, that's, that's what makes our podcast so wonderful. Well, t- <laughs> Two things to, to conclude here. We should, uh, if you guys are on BGA, we should get a game of uh, Gold West uh, together playing that. One. Yes, I've played uh, several games. I'd love there. to. I've heard nothing but really good things, so that'd be that'd be great. And the other thing is just again to prove that I listen to your show. I know that uh, Jerry lives fifty miles from Gabi, and and Enrique is midway between. <laughs> yes, that's a pull. That's a pull. I, that is Maybe. true. I uh, know this. This is not. Jerry's I, building a new home in which he will ha- finally have a game room where he can escape from his kids too. I hate kids. 
not mine. <laughs> yeah, but just hate kids in general. You hate kids, but yeah, you I'm afraid too. of kids. Well, yes. it's because I'm a good person. I have a heart. <laughs> uh, but yes, I'm glad. I, I'm glad that we're the hidden gem that you uh, listen to us to get yeah. away from the rest of the board game monotony. Yeah. Well, Mark, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it very much. My pleasure. Absolutely. We'll have to have you guys on. So uh, we already know that uh, Jerry's going with the new tank. So <laughs> The new tank. Gobby can go with the rotund tank. Just, <laughs> just this, the, this the tank that has no the tracks. The XXL tank. This is this big tank. that kind of, you know, They had to get bigger tracks on it. A big bald tank. <laughs> and Enrique or, will go with the Enrique tank. A tank oh. that has sleeves. This arm. <laughs> quite large. Like the, like the, like the, it's the sleeveless the tank. The sleeveless tank. The sleeveless tank. There you go. Perfect. Have a tank that, that, that oh, have a tank that the, uh, um, the barrel is really small because they <laughs> really like his hands. All right. So that's going to do it for this episode. Hands. You can find Mark on Board Game Barrage, and they're way more popular than us. So you probably already know all this. But <laughs> all of our fans yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Board Game Barrage on Instagram, Board Game Barrage on, or Mark yourself. You have your own personal Twitters and stuff, but you said you don't use them a whole lot. Anything yeah, you want to really. plug, that's what I'm no, saying. Not really, not really. You can just find us wherever you just search Board Game Barrage. And you find okay. Us. There you go. Well, much appreciated, Mark. We'll let you go about your day, and we're going to get something to eat. You got it. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.